You sound much better. Thank you. I've been better. sick since like freaking Wednesday night. All right, ready? Silence. And. <laughs> Do you not remember from episode to episode how this operates? Who is this? <laughs> Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Go. Mm, yes. Welcome to the most illustrious award, board game award ceremony ever. This is the board game snobs. We have to find this some is the generic award music to set behind this. No, nah, we don't need no generic award ceremonies. You're you're the host, but technically I'm the host of the snobbies. I'm the Ricky Gervais of this show. Yeah, everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves that guy. Everybody loves that guy. <laughs> Remember when he implied that all of Hollywood was nothing but degenerates? Who knew? <laughs> uh, he was yeah. ahead of the curve. Head of the curve. Head of the curve. Just like us. Just like us. No, no. I'm losing I'm my curves. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you've lost like 40 pounds yeah. over what period of time? Um, since June 1st, I was 365.5. As of today, I was 322. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very of course, nice. Uh, I, I was sick this week, so I lost like seven pounds just this week alone. And I can't help but notice as we are, uh, you know, video chatting, Skyping, whatever the kids call it, mm-hmm. that you're shirtless. Is there a reason why I have to stare at your bare chestedness while we do this podcast? I thought you liked it. No. You, you have no air conditioner, I believe is what you were saying. Um, this, I've started a fans only account. So here you go. Cause you have no air conditioner. Get it. Fans only. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. We're off to a great start. Yeah. Our, uh, our, uh, you know how, when you run an air conditioner, what air conditioners often do is take the humidity out of the air. And that's why air conditioners have a condenser, uh, coil on it that releases all the water. Well, apparently condensation. No, condensation has apparently been running under our floorboards and they're starting to warp. Mm. My wife discovered that decides we don't need to run the air conditioner. Therefore, I am shirtless as of right now. Yeah. And that's not even that's just mildly disturbing for me, but I Sorry. can I can turn the camera off. I can turn the, the camera off so you. that I'm not turned on. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm two drinks in. Um the uh yeah no but hey hey let's let's reel it in let's reel okay. it in let's keep this award ceremony as themeless simple and bland as a Stonemeyer game oh uh, snap oh not shots fire or any other award ceremony right right we need to have some long winded spe- that's the one sad thing is that we should have people on to do like acceptance speeches for these games so we'll just have to here I'll announce the winners and you do the acceptance speech how about that. Oh, I'm no sure one. that'll go swimmingly. Let me swimmingly. let me pull up BGG so I can find out what games we're going to talk about. Okay. All right. All right. 
I'm uh, ready. Well, first off, we our first category is best podcast. <laughs> oh, but I think uh, I'll take without the- a doubt that's us. Uh, I'll I'd like to thank uh, uh, our fans, not listeners. Our fanatical listeners that email us on a regular basis, uh, Richard Lupino, Bill Jazzer, Soul Train. Oh, you, you just do three. You don't remember Lindsay and... Lindsay. Oh, yeah. I'm Sonnengard. You're two drinks in. I'm four beers in, so... Chris Lefer. Chris Lefer. Uh We can literally name our fans and say you got Go the- on and on and on. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what people are tuning in for. Yeah, and the runner-up podcast is the Gamecasters, those degenerates over there. I don't know who voted for them. I see. Now you're compelled to say that because you're in the network. I am in the network. I'm getting, uh, every time I say Gamecasters, I get a check. (laughs) So as I try to weave their name into everything Uh, here. The quality of their show, what is it? Five cents? Uh, (laughs) It's it's all right. A buffalo nickel? (laughs) No, it's good. It's good. It's I'm good. just kidding. I love uh, Gamecasters, Bob, John, and Regina. It's Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, and Regina. Jeffrey and Regina, and, and the Brian, main guy is Brian. Brian, I love Brian. No wait, that's Superboard uh, Sunday. Hey, speaking of, bi- I'm shouting out some of our uh, other podcasts in the same network. Yes, other fans that thought it would be wise to start a podcast, and now they're finding out that creativity is hard. Uh, no, that's uh, all right. Keep at it, laugh. Frankie. I can't do it. Keep a, at it, Frankie. I can't do You're a, a star of the show, Frankie. Don't let them keep you down. I can't do Don't a Wheezy cough down. every single time. That's okay, Wheezy. George and Wheezy. Moving on up. Since we won Best Podcast, well, what is your favorite episode of last year of ours? Um, You asked me that. And uh, I think we just progressively just get better and better. <laughs> but with that in mind, I just like, I like, I like the ones where it's me, you, Enrique, Bubba, Mike. There was one where Mike came on, I think it was like episode 40, but it was from January of ni- 2019. Uh, I remember having a good time on that one. I believe that's when uh, we discussed. Uh, yeah, that one actually, is strangely enough, has our most downloads. The one with Mike, like episode 40. Really? That's insane. Yes. Like, it, it, it bothers me. It legitly bothers me. And it's for not some like reason, Mike brings anybody. No, he Mike does not bring, bring the boys to the yard. No, he doesn't have a milkshake. Maybe, maybe we just kick it up a notch when we have guests on. I think it was because that's when we got featured on Podbean or something like that. Yeah, I think like, so. I, I think or so. Reddit. Plus, I was like... I think we got a hit on Reddit that time. Uh, I think, in my opinion, either episode 77... That was the was. nays have it. The nays have it. And we were trying to borrow the lawnmower, and I said, the nays have it, our neighbors. Oh, you yeah. remember that? Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> episode 77, the Judge Advocate General, the JAG episode, to oh, me. Well, that's a, that's a, that go, that'll go down in the annals of time. Yes. And speaking of annals, if you start at episode 80... And go all the way up, I think it's to episode 85. That's where we did, like, for some reason, we did BGG, a pre-BGG, and then those three episodes where there's like, three or four of us on there. And then we did the pod snaps of The Mandalorian, and then we ended it with The City of the Big Shelters. I think those are probably our best episodes. You could really tell that I was on my meds back then. Were you less mean to me? Uh, Slightly. Oh. All right, Big Easy. Uh, our next category is your our best 
beverage of the podcast? What was your best adult beverage? I like saying adult beverages. It sounds like the makes it sound like X rated. It does. It sounds like an erotic drink. <laughs> what was your best erotic drink of 2019? Oh uh, yeah. I'll give you some time to think about that. Uh, 2019 is when I discovered Japanese whiskey. Mm. And it's that Suntory, which is really good. I found another brand uh, called Hatazaka. H-A-T-O-Z-A-K-I. I'm not saying that right. Uh, I'm sure you're not. Yeah. It's great. I like to sip my Japanese whiskey while I'm watching anime, playing Street Fighter. I do like Japanese whiskey. We went to a... Before the world closed up in March of 2000, March of 2019, actually. No, wait. Yeah. No. It was May of 2019. Uh, We took a trip down to Austin, Texas, the uh, California of Texas. And DJ had actually bought two Japanese whiskeys. And one was that Santori that you like. And one was something else. But they were both very smooth. But, however, thusly, nevertheless, henceforth, Mike had a Macallan, I think it was a Macallan 12. It like, came in a big blue box. And it was a scotch. That's my favorite. Yeah, I like It's Macallan. like a double oak cask barrel, whatever. It was really good. Really good. Like it, like it a lot. Let's move on to our first board game award, if you don't mind. And our first category is the bomb category, which is our most overhyped game of the year. And the award goes to... Tapestry. Uh, Now, I just want to rant and rave a little bit about Tapestry. It currently sits... On BGG with a rating of 7.5. Supposedly, Ew. supposedly the the weight of Tapestry is 2.8. You got to be kidding and, me. No. And to give you an idea, it is ranked, I kid you not, n- number 177 in the strategy category oh of God. board games. It is ranked higher than the following game. So this, in terms of strategy, supposedly... In terms this of strategy game, of a game where you have one of four tracks you run up. That's literally all you do. Right. So according to all those who rate this, it is ranked higher than the following games. The Gates of Luoyang. Oh, my God. London. No. Gagong. Pshaw. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. And we don't even bad. like Gugong that much. It, it falls is, right. It, the all, game well, right. Gugong is also a series of tracks. So, yeah, well, they're, they're kind of similar. The game, it falls right Hey, quick below. question to you. Gugong or yes. Tapestry? Gugong. Uh, Good God. Don't even close. Good God. The game that Tapestry falls right below is the Great Zimbabwe. The Great the Zimbabwe. The Great Zimbabwe. The Splatter game, if I'm not mistaken. Not to so, make yes. fun of your lisp. Sorry. Uh, I, don't make, I don't worry about my lisp. <laughs> I don't. My lisp. I don't bother me a bit. The Great Zimbabwe? Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's up there. Tapestry is just ranked below a splatter game. Yep. Wow. It is ranked overall, ranked 242 out of all the board games ever made. Just yet another reason the BGG rankings have become null and void. Exactly. 
I mean, it's it's insane. It is it is ranked over some of the finest board games ever made. Gates of Law Yang. I'm glad you mentioned Gates of Law Yang. I have recent as of yesterday, I've played six solo games. I learned the solo, played it, and I can't stop playing it. I keep trying. I think. And you're. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just, <laughs> I called you and I was telling you, yeah, I'm playing it because you've always been touting the solo on Gates of Loyang and I like it. I like it a lot. I scored a 17, which is like the bottom of where it says, okay, you're good. 18 is a very good and 19 is like, you're doing pretty, pretty great. I I scored a 17, but I, I did. You said, I think you did something wrong. I realized what I mm. did wrong. What'd you do wrong? I did not pay. <laughs> I did not pay for my, when the fields would come up in the solo, you know, mm-hmm. you have a grid of 12 cards in the solo that you can purchase from. That's your market. Right. I did not pay to plant my open, my, those new fields that come available. You were, you were just doing it. I was just like taking it off the free row and just planting it. Oh, and oh, those okay. are $2 a piece to plant. Yeah. Yeah. You and can't just yeah. throw them up there. So, but I've scored 16, 16, 16, and 15. 15 is my lowest. But yeah, it's like you top out at 16, and I seem like no matter what I do, I can't get back to 17 without cheating. Yeah, that that's a hard that, – that game is uh, – yeah, it's hard. It's, very, very it's hard. It's wonderful. But it is wonderful. But yeah, it is also a thousand times better than Tapestry. Oh, yeah. Not even close. That is why Tapestry is the bomb. It's the most overrated game of 2019, and all those who like it are wrong. Okay. Well, and we titled this Da Bomb, ironically, like you Da Bomb and Da Bomb, because it bombed, like literally, um, well, not literally, but it came out, and uh, not many people were crazy about it. I mean, people still post about it every now and then, but it's a, stig- a stone mire. It came out with all this ridiculous hype, and uh, people discovered it's not that great. All the reviewers, there's it's ex- not that great. There's an, ex- there's an expansion coming out. You going to get it? <laughs> if I owned it, sure, but I don't own it because I, I sold it. Hawked it. Okay, our most overlooked game of 2019 this was a tough category because we actually had three games that we both considered to be overlooked and one that we really had to settle on is ranked the high it's ranked uh well it's ranked the low what it's ranked 1300 <laughs> you've said high and low in one sentence I, I i well i keep looking at different ones and so it's ranked number 1352 overall it's abomination the heir of frankenstein yes now, this was a game that uh, caught us both by surprise. It's a uh, very, it's probably one of the most thematic games I've ever played. Love it. Uh, such a beautiful presentation and just dark and kind of, you're, you're, you're building a monster. You're piecing together uh, this ab- abomination and using your workers. And there's a lot of, a lot of little narrative flavor to it as well. But abomination Heard nobody talk about it, and it was by our good friend Dan Blanchett. Dan Blanchett, yeah, new time designer, first time designer, and he knocked it out of the park. So we really did like Abomination, and our two runners up for this category: one ranked one thousand and twenty-four in BGG, that being Dinogenics, and the other one wow. being ranked 
2,297 Yukon Airways. Both of those games are awesome. And Dinogenics' Kickstarter uh, is just now getting fulfilled, so a lot of people are getting their hands on Dinogenics now. This is what's atrocious. Dinosaur Island is ranked 127. Yeah. Dinogenics is so thousand times better thematically gameplay everything dinogenics is a amazing game i love playing dinogenics the rules can be a little fiddly i don't know they supposedly fixed that with this new kickstarter they're coming out they did another kickstarter so apparently it's been somewhat moderately successful for them which i'm glad of but it does not uh, dinosaur island should not be 127 while dinogenics is in the thousands that's that's a joke yeah, yeah. So there's that. There's that. If you've not ha- gotten a chance to play Abomination, certainly look into it. Like I said, it's uh, the theme is great. Dinogenics was awesome, uh, and Yukon Airways. All three of those were, were great games. But Abomination was the one that seemed to be ignored the most. Abomination and, uh, also came out with a solo, which I've been wanting to try. Uh, moving on to our next award, our Beverly Hills Chihuahua you, 3 you're really, Award. You're really pr- plowing through these awards. I'm plowing through these awards. we got to get through this. Okay. we got to get through this. <laughs> it sounds like our something Beverly we thoroughly Hills. enjoy. <laughs> got to get through it. Hey, got to get through it. Put hey, your this, head down. Look, look, the Oscars are like three hours long. <laughs> People don't want to. And there's a reason their their ratings keep tanking, is that they don't have a quality host, and it takes forever. So, and now an ad from the Gateway Network. Do you like mediocre podcasts? <laughs> well, then you'll love the Gateway Network. <laughs> Come listen to amateur board game enthusiasts prattle on about the game that they just purchased that's literally been on the market for four years. Want to hear a podcast that doesn't use microphones? Check out the Gateway Network. <laughs> Recorded on my iPhone 6. <laughs> oh, the Gateway Network. Where all your enthusiasm comes to die. <laughs> Wait, we're supposed to be promoting this network. <laughs> oh my God, we're with that network, aren't we? Yes, you put uh, us t- there. Edit that out. Edit that out. But seriously, that'll make, that'll make Brian mad. <laughs> but Brian gets really angry. His name is Ryan. That's what I said. Ryan. Kind of name Ryan. <laughs> what kind of name is Ryan? It's like Brian, but without the B. <sighs> Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3 Award, which if you haven't seen the Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3, it's a great, great film. Eric loves it. Uh, Eric, Eric's a big fan. Uh, this award is of the game that we personally enjoyed, or one of us enjoyed, but the other person or everybody else seems to hate. And Gobby has one, and I have one. And uh, go ahead. What what was your Beverly Hills Chihuahua Award, Gobby? Oh, uh, hold on. I was blowing my nose. I have it written down. I was blowing I my nose down. and coughing, and I don't remember what I sent you. Dawn of Mankind. Oh, yeah. And we both really like Dawn of Mankind. We played that at BGG 2019. And I was so surprised at how quick and simple. And but yet, I mean, there was it was what do you I don't even know how to describe the game, but it's it's a it was a taste your minstrel game. Right. Right. And you were. And it, go ahead. It, it was it's actually ranked almost 5000 overall. Wow. Uh, Maybe we should have put that as over overlooked. 
Well, I don't think it's overlooked. It's a great light game. It, it's, it's very it's, light. It's very, very light. light. It's a it's you follow this- a path. It's almost like a path choosing kind of thing because you're growing your uh, civilization, but you also oh my god, I go. I, I don't know. What I'm you saying. have you have choke points on the board. So basically, when you put a worker down, he follows this path, and you have to uh, you kind of have to guess where your opponent might be going because they can block you and if they block you you don't want to go there because you'll bump them out it's don't very go there it, designer go there. marco pranzo yeah and marco pranzo is the guy that did that game that we both hate historia that has a lot of respect oh, but for some reason wow. we both hate it. that was terrible yeah. yeah we did not like historia for some reason no but the anyways. dawn of mankind we played that we're like it's a 2.29 on the weight scale uh it is it's very light. I, I I haven't I never see anybody playing it on any posts on Instagram. It, uh, it really is overlooked in my opinion. And right, wait, what are we discussing? It, you, this is the game that that nobody else liked, but you did. Oh, and yeah, matter yeah. of fact, we like this game. And when I looked at at it when it came out, I actually sent TMG an email saying, "Hey, can we get a review copy of it?" And instead, they sent us Chrono Corsairs, oh which is God. awful. Absolutely oh awful, God. which we hated. So, uh, yeah. Oh, my Thanks. my Beverly Hill Chihuahua's award goes to Tavern of Tiefenthal. Uh, apparently, I'm like the only person that liked that game. No, there's lots of people that like that game, but uh, y'all didn't. Y'all hated well, it. I'm talking about lots of, uh, but not snobbies. I, don't. I know, but I enjoyed it. I'm I glad you it. did. I'm glad you enjoyed it. rolling dice and then. Passing the dice around for some reason. I didn't like the passing of the dice. The passing of the dice. So, but I'll have you know that Taverns and Tiefenthal is rate, rated 193, one step ahead of at the gates of Loyang <laughs> on BGG. I have oh, zero. So valid. For whoever, so valid. The more you talk about the rankings, are. the more invalid. Oh. Is invalid and invalid the same thing? Pretty much. Basically, that's why our board game show is so important, because we got to get the word out to people. Mm. I need Crunch more away. ice. Hang I on for a second. Oh, gosh. But. Okay, let's move on to our Enrique Award. Where is Enrique? Is he alive still? I saw him the other night. Um... What's he up to? He has he he caught a cat. He uh, trapped a. Cat. Yeah, well, he has now named the cat and trained the cat. So now he has a cat. What's the cat's name? Bandit. Smoky? I don't know why I named it Ben. No, just Bandit. That would have been a good one. He should have so had the two Enri- cats: Smokey and the Bandit. The Enrique Award goes to the game that Enrique won't stop talking about. And every year, there's always at least one game that Enrique gets a hold of and just will not shut up. And this year, it was... The King's Dilemma. Enrique can barely contain himself when we play this game. He loves the story the choices, and seeing what the next card is, and the thematic flavor of The King's Dilemma. The King's Dilemma is just a simple bidding game, but the narrative attached to it is one of kind of like the Game of Thrones Hand of the King small council type thing, where 
you're trying to guide this kingdom and its choices. And there's your choices matter and things happen. And it's a little bit of role playing, a little bit of bidding. And uh, yeah, it's a negotiation. It's an interesting game. I really, I thoroughly enjoy it. But Enrique loves this game. Loves it would not it. shock. It would not shock me if he declared this to be his favorite game. Interactive like it's, it's, narrative experience with legacy elements. Yes, he's 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 just all about it. Just absolutely all. About it's it. a good game. I enjoy it. Not as much as Enrique does. Like Enrique, nobody, like no. Buddy rubs his hands his with glee and it's like he's like remembering the storyline i'm like oh i forgot what we'd last dis- what was the last card saying oh okay like yeah. enrique's just quoting the card from like the first game i oh, remember when they did this and they did this and we decided to do this i'm like no enrique i do not remember that but enrique does and he loves it enrique loves uh, narrative games. He loved uh, Near and Far. Any game that has a, a neat little story behind it where you can kind of follow along and make a choice, Enrique just eats it up. You need to buy him a uh, Choose Your Own Adventure book. <sighs> he can't read. He won't, can't, he won't read. Well, you need to buy him the Audible version. <laughs> the, the Hear Your Own Adventure book? I'm sure Will Wheaton reads at least one uh, read, uh, no, sure Choose Will Your Own Adventure. Nobody <laughs> oh, wants to nobody. listen to Will Wheaton. Net worth $100,000, please. Peasant. <laughs> I wish I had $100,000. It's 500000 Is it 500000 Yeah, 500000 I just looked him up. He got a movie coming out. Will Wheaton has a movie coming out of all things. Nuh-uh. Like it. I'm, I'm serious. Hang on. I'll look it up real fast, and I want to read you the synopsis of it. He has a movie. I just I just saw it. It is, uh, let's see, it's something that just Oh, as of out. September 2020, he has a net worth of $1 million. He's kicked it up a notch. Yeah, so Real Reading's movie that has just uh, coming out called Rent a Pal. Uh, it's got terrible Metacritic ratings, but a strange VHS tape allows a lonely bachelor named David to find companionship with Andy, its charming and charismatic host. However, Andy's friendship comes at a cost, and David desperately struggles to afford the Is price he Andy of or is he David? He's Andy. He's the guy on the television. Mm. Yeah, so, so he's narrating once again. Once again, yeah, he's he he, he 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 so wants to be on television. He makes a show about being on television. It's uh it's it's a thriller, supposedly. Is it? It's supposedly. So there you go. So anybody, uh, anybody all he ever posts on his uh, Instagram page is like pictures of his hair in the morning. He has hair. Big deal. All right, our next award. This is uh our best. Solo, we should have named which- the overhyped award the Will Wheaton Award. Oh, he missed it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really it. have nothing the, against Will Wheaton. I do. I, I, I don't <laughs> like him. He seems a little smug, but I, he might be a nice guy. I don't know. I've no, never met him. No. I just don't like him. Why not? I think it's... I now, you got to separate Will Wheaton from Wesley Crusher, Jerry. I can't ex- <laughs> I can't separate the character from the man. He was it also just, in uh, Stand By Me, which was a good movie. He did a good job. He's a kid back then. I know. He was a kid as Wesley Crusher. Annoying. Kids in TV shows are just annoying. Name a show with a kid that's good. Uh, Like all of Stranger Things, which you worship. 
Touche. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like like every I get so tired. Millie Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown Brown, whatever that kid's name is. You keep always talking about. You won't shut up about. They're great. Always, yeah, I know. They're all right. They're all right. No, they're not all right. They're all right. No, they're not. They're great. They're not amazing. They're not amazing. They are. What could you amazing. do at fourteen, fifteen? Besides, pick your nose and fart. Wait. That, I'm just saying, is it just because they can read some lines and act like children on and a emote. television show? Yes. You know how hard it is to act natural on camera? Yes, I do it all the time. Whatever. And your fans only accounts. <laughs> My fans only. Act natural. Play these board games with your shirt off naturally. Uh, the best solo award. Uh, I have played several good solo games, but it was Kind of a difficult year this year to kind of find well, us. Uh, there was too many, I feel, that we did not get to play solo. Yeah. Barrage has a solo. Ragusa has a solo. Didn't like it. You never like played it. them solo. I did. No, I, did. Didn't. I didn't like them. No, you I didn't. sure did. I don't believe you. I don't care what you believe. I played You Ragusa might read solo. the rules, but you didn't I play it. I played Ragusa solo before. Yukon Airways has a solo. And I've played it solo. Yeah, You told me you read the rules. No, I've played Ragusa. You don't right. remember anything. Right, you don't fine. remember anything. Trust Whatever. me. I've played, their, I played Yukon Airways solo. I can tell you exactly. But how there's to play too Yukon many solo only games that also come out, as well as the not even counting the GMT war game stuff. And I, I just don't feel qualified to make a solo declaration award. But I will. Because I really enjoyed It's a Wonderful World. Oh I enjoyed God. playing it solo. I played the heck Go out of it. Go play Seven Wonders game. solo and declare that the best game of the solo game of the year. Did you play Wonderful World solo? Yes. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's and fine. I, it's, it's fine. fine. It is, it's better than fine. No. It's I fine mean, as frog's hair. If, if you put that up against Wingspan, I, I don't know which one I like better. Oh, I hated Wingspan they Solo. Both, I mean, they're both about the same solo. I didn't like Wingspan Solo at all. Uh, Blitzkrieg, I thoroughly enjoyed Solo. See, I never the got to play Blitzkrieg Solo. It's the same as playing it two-player. Uh, I really thought that the, the thing that held Blitzkrieg back to me was that there was an algorithm that you had to follow for the AI, but it, it wasn't that bad. I, I really did did like Blitzkrieg as a solo game. It's just a wonderful world, man. It's quick and easy, and it's just it's a charming little game that emulates a, a deck, uh, a drafting game without it being really drafting. But I liked Wonderful World. But uh, that was me. That was me. Moving on to our fanatical award, the award that our fans have given out. And this, to our fans have this, given out. Yes, our fans have given okay. out. They're tired of listening to you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. You, you're welcome. <laughs> you're not uh, a fan. I'm not a fan. Why are you saying you're welcome on behalf of the I'm fans? Just, well, good. I'm just on behalf of the fans. I'm welcoming you. <laughs> you're welcome. God, I tell you what, you're getting harder and harder to deal with. As you get, just because you're sitting there with your shirt off like this, some sort of power move. I've been flexing this whole time. You're hot, sweaty, Mm. and now Mm. you're, yeah, you're, now you're just mad. You like these guns? You like that? Uh, The fanatical award has to be for a game that we haven't played as well, and there are many games that came out last year that are good friends and fans kept telling us that we should try out. For instance, Clank Legacy, PAX Premier, and PAX Transhumanity. That's tended to be the game that we kept hearing those 
those games repeated constantly by our fans. The one that won out was... Clank Legacy. Oh, God, uh, I yes. am, Heard nonstop I, about Clank Legacy. I really enjoyed uh, the regular Clank. I didn't like Clank in space as much as I just liked the regular Clank. Uh, and I, I'm, I would give Clank Legacy a try. I wouldn't do it now, just simply because I would, we're, we're not getting together consistently enough to play any type of Legacy games. Does it have a I solo? Have, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. And I think that kind of takes away the, the idea of the legacy aspect. Is it Ooh. character building and so forth? PAX Premier, the second edition, I've kickstarted and I'm anxiously awaiting it. And uh, I have PAX Trans Humanity. I have played it. It is incredibly difficult to learn. And uh, so that's why it didn't didn't win out. But yeah, our fanatical award goes to the Clank Legacy people. And uh, I guess that's one we're going to have to check out ourselves. You're welcome. Eventually. You're welcome, fans. We acknowledge you. Yes, very nice. In your fervor. Mm. So much fervor. So much fervor for Clank. Okay, well, that's uh, the first half of the Snobbies. Because on our next episode is when we're going to do best art and components, best two-player light game, heavy game, and then finally the game of the year. The one you're all... We're trying to tease them. That's That's what you you call a teaser, guy, but you got to tease them. Oh, I'm teasing right now. Not now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to know. I, I so I got my camera off. I got <laughs> I got it turned off. I'm not looking at you. I am teasing right now. If you turn your camera on, nope, not doing it. Boom, not ba, ba, boom, ba, ba, boom, ba, ba. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this show. Uh, for part two, tune in next week. I'm Gabby. This is Jerry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>